This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Don't forget, we also have our very own Patreon Page. And right now we're actually doing something special since a lot of people are stuck at home right now or at least home more than usual because of all the stuff going on with coronavirus. We've decided that we're going to start launching minisodes every single day from our Dragon Quest FM Patreon page. So if you're one of our patrons, you can listen to new content every single day. We're going to be talking about things like Dragon Quest like the Trials of Mana remake demo that just came out, Final Fantasy XIV, video games, books, movies, who knows what else. We're just going to be putting out new content every single day. Since you guys help support the podcast, we want to help support you during this difficult time by just giving you something fun to listen to every day that can help pass the time. So you can head over to patreon.com slash dragonquestfm to check that out. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. This week we're continuing our discussion of Dragon Quest X, uh, but this week we have a special guest joining us. It's me! It's not BJ. <laughs> <laughs> it is not BJ. Uh, it is, in fact, uh, Ryan Molina. Hey, how's it going everybody? Great to be here. <laughs> Uh, you guys might know him from his YouTube channel, uh, Battle Geek Plus. Uh, maybe you've even checked out his book, which is called Play the Dragon, A History of Dragon Ball Video Games. Maybe you've seen him on Twitter uh, talking with us and other people in general about Dragon Quest X and other video games. Uh, so, Ryan, thanks for being on our show today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> so, last week we kind of talked about uh, my like first foray into Dragon Quest X and even... Uh, BJ uh, was getting started in Dragon Quest X as well. You've been playing now for how long? I've been playing since January 1st, so almost about two and a half months right now. Wow. Okay, so that's yeah. longer than I realized. Wow, nice. Yeah. And, and do you... So the, we met, talked about last week, the game's all in Japanese. So do you know Japanese? Um, I know a bit of Japanese. Um, I think a couple, like, years ago, I actually self-taught myself, but, you know, I kind of just, um, and then after that, um, I just kind of stopped for a little while. But now it's actually making me pick up Japanese again since I, I hope, because I hope in, 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 like, September, I'll be at, I'll be going to Japan for the first time. Uh, uh, well, like, granted, we're not quarantined. <laughs> yeah, yeah, provided we're not all dead from the apocalypse at that point. Yeah, because uh, I do want to buy a lot of Dragon Quest stuff there. <laughs> So, uh, so before we get into just talking a ton about Dragon Quest X, I uh, just wanted to ask you a few questions so like our listeners can kind of know some of your history uh, with uh, Dragon Quest a little bit. So how did you first get into uh, Dragon Quest? Yeah, so I've been a fan of Dragon Quest back when it was Dragon Warrior back here in the States. Um, I remember back in 1989 when they had the Nintendo Power Magazine thing, but I wasn't yep. 
able to get it because I didn't have a Nintendo, a Nintendo Power subscription. And then in 1992, I finally rented Dragon Warrior for the first time. Then I beat it that summer. Then after that, my cousin bought the second game, and then we beat that game together. Then in the fall of 92 on my birthday, I got Dragon Warrior 3. And so 1992 was kind of my Dragon Warrior year for me. Nice. <laughs> and I've been a fan ever since. Awesome. So uh, so when Sack Chief was on here, who I, who I know you know. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. And, uh, and other guests we've had on, I always ask them what their favorite Dragon Quest game is. And I'm, I'm, keeping, I'm keeping a tally for like personal reasons. <laughs> Uh, so, right. so what's your favorite uh, Dragon Quest game? I'm going to say my favorite game is probably the third one since, you know, I played it on the NES as Dragon Warrior 3, and then I've been replaying it on the Nintendo Switch. I mean, I always loved that game, especially how it links to the first two games, and then, the you know, the big reveal of who the hero is is pretty mind-blowing, especially back when I was a kid. I was like, whoa, man. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, all right. So I think that means keeping score here, I think right now with all of our guests... Everyone has said Dragon Quest V, except for you. So you're the first one to go uh, outside of Dragon Quest V. Well, Dragon Quest V is probably my second favorite in the series. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think Dragon Quest V is probably my second favorite in the series as well. Nice. You know, Eleven is probably my favorite. And I, I always say on the show, it's probably unfair because of <laughs> right. like, the newest one. And so it's like fine-tuned everything. Well, Eleven would probably be my third favorite because it's just that good. It, it is. It is super it is. good. Yeah I, yeah. I really like, I like Dragon Quest Three a lot as well. I'm I'm replaying it on the Switch. I've just I've right. been sidetracked now with Dragon Quest Ten. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think... BJ, you you started it up around the same time, right? Yeah, and I'm not nearly as far as you are. I uh, I get distracted very easily. We all know that. And uh, I just the Japanese actually puts me off a little bit. And then I start obsessing over individual quests. Like I've probably spent 45 minutes trying to get the uh, hiragana right to say around right. <laughs> to somebody in the uh, in the town, and I can't get it right. Like I'm doing what Noaria says. I'm putting in the uh, same characters. I'm following along cannot get it to work right and so i'm just like i waste a lot of time doing stuff like that <laughs> so uh i'm in the first cave that you go to now before i had to right. log off the last time because i explore a lot and do things like that i've uh done very little of the actual gameplay but i've wandered around a lot okay cool <laughs> and, and, and maybe that's kind of the difference because with me and dragon quest 10 it's like i like to know but a lot of my playing through with 10 it's guesswork like i pull up google translate on my phone if i get stuck and i don't know what to do otherwise i'm just like kind of like just blindly following the story and just kind of using the uh like pulling up the map and looking Mm -hmm. where the yellow circle is to see where i need to go for like the main story quest yeah it's actually not it's not as hard to actually get what's going on because you know the game has really, really good scene direction. So, like, you'll know, like, this character has, like, motivations for this thing. This character is actually sad about this thing. This character is mad about this thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've been a bit too lazy to translate what's going on on the screen. So I'll use Google Translate, but then, but sometimes I'll be too lazy to, to have my phone up while playing the game. So I'll just kind of speed through it. Uh, yeah, I kind of know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of like like this morning, for example. I'm over in the uh, the Elf's. Uh, like the first big kingdom with the elves. Yeah. Um, and it's like the little girl with her doll and she's got the deer army. 
Oh yeah, I know what part you're on. <laughs> and I have no clue what's going on. Like there was like a dragon thing that wanted her doll, and then I had to fight the dragon. Yeah. And she gave him the doll. He jumped out a window, and then she rode a deer like back to the kingdom. And I don't really know what's going on, but it's like I mean I can follow the story at least, you know. Oh, well, you you can kind of guess the gist of it, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my favorite things is guessing the gist of it. Like I know we were talking about on Twitter just very briefly. Like, do you guys read or narrate what's going on? to yourself like just make up the story as it's going along based on the scene like mystery science theater 3000 it as you're going because um, i do yeah most of the time i do but there's some like really emotional parts where i will get up my phone and google translate all ah uh, that makes that <laughs> makes sense when it's serious and deserves to be yeah, translated exactly. not like oh i'm so sad i couldn't poop today <laughs> yeah that that makes sense yeah i i actually don't um make up I guess I'm just unoriginal. I don't make up anything in my head. I just I just click through the stuff and I'm like, okay, now I'm going on to the next little part. That's kind of it. <laughs> and you know, it makes sense that I would do that. Like, uh, I should do that because all the other MMOs that I play, I don't care what the quests say. It's like I played WoW and I don't think I ever read a quest text during uh, like 2004 when it was brand new. <laughs> it was like I did the same thing in Final Fantasy 14. You've yelled at me for skipping Final Fantasy 14 cutscenes before. So it's like, I, why do I care so much in Dragon Quest 10 that I'm like, I have to know everything. So I, I yelled at him about Final Fantasy 14, not Ryan. There's two right. yous on here this episode. That's true. So just right. to clarify. <laughs> I pointed Austin at yells. Austin's part of the screen <laughs> when I did it, so that's what it was. I pointed at him when he did it, but nobody knows that but me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Ryan, so what got you yes. playing uh, 10 in the first place? All right, so I've wanted to play 10 ever since 2012 when it came out on the Nintendo Wii, but the problem is, you know, um, there obviously weren't... Um, like any guides back then on how to play it. And, you know, you had to get your Wii either modded or get a Japanese Wii. And then you had to get a VPN because um, actually just recently they got rid of the IP ban from the U.S. So now everybody can play it. But having to set up a VPN probably back in 2012, I wouldn't really know how to do it. I, I have a VPN now, but then I realized I didn't need it for Dragon Quest X. And so now so now I just use it to watch videos that, you know, that, that aren't in my country. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you know, good hot-blooded American can do right. It. So um, I was also listening to um, the Slime Time podcast with um, Noaria, and she was all saying, you know, every um, every Dragon Quest Ten expansion and the main game are is one full Dragon Quest game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, after playing it, yeah, she is one hundred percent right. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make 2020 the year I finally play Dragon Quest Ten. I'm gonna try to relearn my, all my Japanese. So I thought I was only gonna play Dragon Quest Ten for like an hour on the PC version. <laughs> now I've put over 200 hours into it. I purchased it on the PC and the Switch, but I played on the Switch a lot more. That's what I was about to ask: is yeah. when you started with the PC, if you ever switched to the Switch? I guess yeah, I did. <laughs> well, I do admit it's a lot easier to type on the PC version, but I prefer playing it on the Switch because um, because I do do work travel for my job. So um, um, last time I traveled to like Seattle, I brought my Nintendo Switch with me. Then I played Dragon Quest Ten there in the hotel. That's awesome. Yeah. I love doing that with different MMOs. I would do it with uh, with WoW a lot back in the day. I would have my laptop with me and just nice. be like, all right, I'm. <laughs> setting up on this wireless and this is what i'm doing tonight awesome so yeah so with with me with me and 10 i bj and i uh you know we were really 
well, we're still playing Final Fantasy 14, but we right. really we got super obsessed with it, like around 2014. Like we played it all the time with our friends, and that's how that's how that game is. Uh, I think we talked about last week. They're kind of comparable because it's like every right. expansion of 14 is just like you know an entire Final oh, Fantasy wow. game. And so when 10, when you know, I need that 10 was an MMO uh, that came out roughly the same time and was handled in roughly the same way for like I don't know how long, BJ. Like have you heard how how many times have you heard me say like this is the week i'm gonna try dragon quest 10 oh my god (laughs) like it really was one of those things like i think i'm gonna get to it this week and i'm like sure you are sure you are and then that then the ip ban was lifted last summer and i was like okay dude i'm for sure going to to play this now and I didn't. I, I, I started like <laughs> I, I started the Japanese. I got a Japanese Square Enix account, and I was going to try to play it on my computer, and I just couldn't figure it out. And then, kind of like you mentioned, I listened to the Nawaria episode yeah. of Slime Time, and uh, and then I started seeing you post pictures on Twitter as well. Yeah, all and the I time. Was like, yeah, and I was just like, man, you know, between those two things, I was like. I really should play this sometime. Oh, yeah. Like, I try to post anything that I find really interesting and really funny, but I'm trying not to spoil too much of it, though. I got you. And see, I just I just yeah. post everything. I'm like... I, yeah, I saw. I, I, I try to... <laughs> my, my whole thing is like, is, like, people can mute me, I guess, if they want to, but I'm like, I'm trying to share it because I, I think some people... Like that's that's as close to playing ten as they're ever gonna get. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's so much fun, though. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, it's super fun. I've been trying to get any, everybody to play Dragon Quest Ten now. I'm like, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, definitely. I, like I don't know any Japanese, and I'm I'm getting along just fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so pretty. Like that's one of the things that I like the most about the game that got me to install the PC installer last year when the IP ban was lifted. That is just super pretty. Oh yeah. Like the uh, the new expansion that they released last year was just the pictures were gorgeous and so whenever i saw the stuff i was like i gotta try this now that i have to now that i have the ability and i went on the switch i love playing it on the tv like having it huge (laughs) is so pretty oh yeah i agree (laughs) and austin plays on handheld like have you even hooked it up to the dock and played it on the tv yeah uh there's quite a few times i play it with my slime switch controller (laughs) Oh, Um, nice! yeah i sit there i sit there and play it with the uh, slime switch controller but most of the time i play it handheld i've actually got to i was was texting bj the other day about this what i'll do i'm I'm dps in final fantasy 14 now that i'm replaying it and so while if i'm waiting for a long dungeon queue i'll sit the game down and i'll sit there and play 10 on the switch and handheld while I wait for my bard to queue for the dungeon in Final Fantasy XIV, so I can like I can play them both at the same time, which is really nice. Right, nice. That's intense, man. Maybe I, the the thing is though is like here lately I've had to choose one or the other because since like we're supposed to all be quarantined, the queue <laughs> times are like super fast. Like I used to have to wait like forty minutes to like get into a dungeon, and now it's like five oh, minutes wow. and something pops, and I'm like in there. <laughs> What did you say? Like as your bard? Yeah. Wow. I haven't had to. I haven't had to wait more than like twelve minutes. I think is the longest queue time I've had. Wow. Oh, <laughs> like that's that is impressive. Like I know you and I were on there the other day, and it was nine minutes. So when you were saying that it was like five minutes as DPS, I'm just like, wow, man, the world is ending. Yeah. So thanks, coronavirus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to wait anymore. Um, 
but yeah, so so talking about something BJ uh, BJ mentioned the expansion. So it's something I wanted to ask you about because you kind of clarified this for us on Twitter as well. So yeah, okay. the newest expen- expansion is called uh, 5,000 Year Journey to uh, Past Hometown. What is it? Um, actually, that's, I think, no, that's the expansion that came out before the one that came out last year. Okay, so, so, it's, yeah. so it's 4.0? Yeah, that's 4.0. Version 5.0 just came out last summer. Okay, gotcha. And so yeah. so the one we're playing, because we thought it was called that as well, it's actually called Awakening of the Five Tribes. That's Is that right? Uh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Okay, so um, so maybe you don't know, now that we've had this conversation about just skipping through the Japanese cutscenes, but so what's the deal with, with our souls getting blasted into another species? Because the, the number definitely says something about 5,500 years, something like that. Do you know? Uh, I think what happened was, you know, well, after the big, well, like after the big tragic thing happens at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. you know, everybody dies. And then after that, <laughs> you're transported. So like your soul is transported into the body of like a fallen, of like a fallen warrior, um, actually like depending on like the race that you choose. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think you travel back in time since, you know, well, I don't want to spoil too much, but yes, you do go back to the beginning village um, a little later on in the game. Right. So. Okay. Yeah, so it, so it actually does take place, you know, right after the like the main quest takes place right after the beginning of the game. Oh, okay. okay. So we probably so we just need to play a little bit longer. Yeah, it's right. yeah, it's not until version f- it's it's like not until it's not until like version four that you go back five thousand years in the past. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. That is good to know. All right, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, that no because, problem. <laughs> because me kind of just skipping through. And BJ just flat out refusing to use Google Translate and text. Sometimes me. you text me and you're like, "What does this say?" And I'm like, "Use Google Translate, dude." And you're like, "No, it's on the TV, and I'm too far away." <laughs> yeah, I understand. Uh, so, uh, so let's keep talking about Dragon Quest Ten here in a minute. Uh, but okay. first, uh, let's do that part of the show that we like to call shameless self promotion. Ryan's going to tell you why he's shameless, shameless, Ryan. Hey! Shameless. Oh, nice. That, that was good. Yeah. All right. So, Ryan, you're the guest, so we always let our guests be as shameless as possible when they're on here. So, tell everybody about your stuff. All right. So, you can visit me on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Um Last year, I did like a one-hour Dragon Quest Eleven review with both Sack Chief and Geekdom. So, make sure to check that out. You know, like just like Austin mentioned earlier, I wrote a book about Dragon Ball video games called Play the Dragon History of Dragon Ball Video Games. So, you can check that out at com along with the rest of my other books. Awesome. What are some of the others? I'm actually really curious now. I didn't look. Let's see. Um, I did a book called A Winner Is You, which is actually based on funny video game quotes. Then I did Play the Dragon. Then I did a Mega Man tribute book. And then I released an autobiography um, um, about myself during the Dragon Ball Web Community Days. And, awesome. And I have a couple more books coming out this year. Um, hopefully I'll do a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure video game book, but hopefully this fall. So make sure to check that out. That sounds really cool. I hear so much about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I know nothing about it. Uh, so it's an amazing cool. series. Yeah, and hopefully in the distant future, I do want to write some Dragon Quest books, but um, we, yeah, yeah, but Dragon Quest games are so long, and there's so much <laughs> content to put in the book, so I don't have a solid plan yet, but I do want to write a Dragon Quest book. Yeah, cool. That'll be great. Yeah, and, awesome. Thank and you. let me just say, I appreciate the video that you're talking about in which Sack Chief and Geekdom are slimes, they yeah. are voicing slimes. 
right, thank um, you. <laughs> and I really appreciate that. I really appreciate uh, the humor in your videos. All right, awesome, the thank way. you. I, they're they're very funny. The the one, the main one that you have like pinned or whatever with the, uh, right. the duck hunt. Oh. Uh, thank you. <laughs> is classic. Very yeah. good. <laughs> that was a very fun one to make and yeah and yes i do plan on doing a massive dragon quest 10 review for for the base game and all the expansions i am recording all of my gameplay footage so mm-hmm. hopefully sometime later this year or maybe next year i'll have it done because there's a lot i i have planned for it and i want to make sure it's as epic as my 11 review <laughs> awesome yeah and, you know hopefully i'll get some more voiceovers and Ooh, cool yeah, yeah look forward to that yeah uh so now getting back to uh dragon quest uh, 10. Last week, right. uh, we kind of talked about some things. BJ and I, um, I guess mostly me, because where he uh, hasn't gotten quite as far, but didn't like about the game, and then some things we did. And one of the things we talked about that that I didn't like necessarily was that the worlds felt large, which I liked, but they right. felt a little empty to me. Um, yeah. and, and Noaria was actually telling us on Twitter, after she listened to the episode, that... Uh, that like she she appreciates that you go back to those zones like even in the newest version it, right. there's quests that send you back which is another thing oh. Final Fantasy 14 does but um, and then one of the things I said that I liked uh, was the four person party getting to hire people to join you you know to go on your quest and everything yeah. um, one I didn't have time to mention last week that I thought I would mention right now is uh, the ability to set the difficulty for the bosses in order right. to get double experience, one and a half experience, or just, you know, try it in easy for just the base experience. Um, I, I really like that uh, mechanic a lot. Uh, and I assume that was something that was added in after later versions came into the game. Um, oh, yeah. but, but I'm not sure. Uh, so what's, so what's some things you love, don't love uh, about 10? Yeah. So there's a lot of things I do love. I mean, I really do like the player interaction that you actually do get to play with, you know, other people like I think mm. I think like a couple of days after I after I, I began playing, um, you know, our friend, you know, Allie, who used to go by Ira, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, she actually invited me to play with her and then she actually drove me around in her car. Yes. The, That's awesome. There, there are cars in Dragon Quest 10 and and like motorcycles and actual vehicles you can ride on. And so that actually convinced me to buy a car. <laughs> yeah. So I did have to spend actual money on Japanese web money to get it off the um, off the Dragon Quest 10 store. But if you do want to buy a car in game, it costs over a million gold and that takes forever to raise. Mm. And here's one thing I I kind of dislike about the game. So like at the beginning of the game, probably halfway up to the first, um, uh, you know, halfway in, in the base game, it takes it's very hard to get gold because you know enemies barely drop anything. So you most you mostly have to get gold like through quests and and even the, and even the quest gold isn't that much because um uh, yeah there's one really really awesome thing in this game and I also think this is also this is also in like Final Fantasy fourteen is you get to build your own house in this game. Mm, okay, yeah. that's awesome. I wasn't aware that you got uh, housing in this. Oh yeah, I mean I I bought like a three story house and you know. I, and I barely have it filled up because um, if you want to buy furniture for the house, it costs a lot of gold. Like if you just want this chair, it's like a hundred, it's like a hundred thousand gold. So I kind of had to settle for some cheap chairs you know, <laughs> that are only 10,000 gold. That's still a lot of gold. But, and so um, in order to really get gold in this game, um, so if you have a subscription, there's actually this thing called the bazaar. Like if you go to like an icon that looks like a, that actually like looks like a scale, um, you can actually like sell items there. So I've been, 
So I've actually been selling, you know, like sparkly things I see on the field. And then you can actually choose like a craft. You can actually like do weapon crafting like in Dragon Quest Eleven. Actually, you know, actually like the weapon crafting in Eleven originated here from Ten. Oh. And then at the, yeah, you can also do like armor crafting. You can also do fishing. So I mostly chose weapon crafting because, you know, I recognize it from Eleven and it, it actually does make the most money. So, you know, I've been actually like crafting a whole bunch of weapons. I've been selling them on the bazaar. So I'm making like, I'm making like a hundred thousand gold profit most of the time. But there have been times where, you know, I've tried to build some high level weapons, but I realized they didn't sell for much. So I've actually lost gold on the bazaar a lot. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. That sounds like me and wow. I've done yeah, that a exactly. lot trying to play the market. And it's like, nope, I, I, I gauged this wrong. Yeah. And so, and, and also, you know, like you mentioned earlier, like the big wide areas, mm-hmm. yeah, like at the beginning of the game, it takes so long to get from one area to another. And then later on, you, you can actually get like a vehicle called a mount or, or the dollar board, which helps you go like a bit faster, but not by much. And actually in this game, and I, I know you mentioned this in, in the actual previous podcast, Austin, um, you have to get like ruler stones to travel around. And yes. when I first played this game, I did not know how they worked. So, <laughs> so I, I, I had the two default ruler stones and I actually set, I accidentally set, I actually set them to the dungeons. So I pretty much had to travel from each town to, to the dungeon. And it would take me like probably half an hour to get from point A to point B. And then after that, I started realizing, Oh, I can get more ruler stones. So I was able to, um, I was able to get more, but the problem with version one is I think in version one, you can only get probably six or seven ruler stones total. And and that's not enough for every location you want to visit. But kind of later on in in version two, um, you can actually get like the mega ruler stone. You can actually use that to um, um, head to any place in version one or two. Oh, cool. That's helpful. Yeah. So so my uh, two things really quickly uh, that so that have questions I have for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one is so. So in Final Fantasy fourteen, to buy a house, you have to. It's like a free company house. So it's basically your guild, and they cost a ton of money. Right. And then you get this like plot of land, and there's actually like a shortage of them. So like people are selling oh, really? their their plots of land for like real money. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, and it's very very illegal to do like oh, in wow. terms of service. And so it's like Square has like watched for different places oh. to uh, to ban the accounts that are doing it on both sides. I've read that is about crazy. like it's it's nuts and we got one way back in the day like we saved up as a group and got it and so every like every time it goes up for like being demolished if we're not subscribed one of us will subscribe again to uh, go into it and prevent it from being demolished it's like i can't it's been like six years and i can't stand the thought of this house <laughs> oh, going man. to anybody else <laughs> like i will not do it. i will throw 15 dollars at this every few months if i have to oh, that's crazy <laughs> so that's final fantasy 14 Right. Dragon Quest Ten. I haven't I haven't gotten a house or anything yet in Dragon Quest Ten. But yeah. my understanding of it is that it's a lot simpler, right? Oh, like it's, it's your, way it's, simpler. It's a personal it's your personal home. Correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. That that's kinda that's kind of what uh I was thinking, at least. Um and the uh the other question I had for you uh related to ruler stones, okay? Yeah, okay. Because, so I so I have two right now, basically yeah. the two that you get through like the story essentially. Yeah, okay. And then I know you told me that you get a third win from like going through the slime college that I accidentally like. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, if you look up some Japanese guys, um, mm-hmm. I can definitely link you to them. Um, after this, um, they have all the answers for the slime college. So, um, once you're done with that, you can get another ruler stone. 
Okay, cool. Oh, cool. So, <laughs> I feel like if I just had three, like I could make it work. Because my thing right now is I generally, <laughs> oh. I like, I, I attune to the kingdom that, that like the main kingdom yeah. that I'm doing the story through. And then I will just attune to one of the, like, uh, the big spinning rock things. I don't know what they're called. But... Uh, I guarantee you're going to need a lot more. <laughs> and so, 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 so right now, right now, I feel like if I just had a third one, like I, I could like warp around a little bit easier rather than just always having to go back to the one city and then just slowly like pacing myself a little bit further and further from the city. Um, and so I, I just, I, I think at least, here at the beginning of the game, if I could just have three, like that'd be the sweet spot. Like I could, I could make it work. <laughs> well, I had six by the time I was, um, well, I had six where, when I was where you were at and I still felt that wasn't enough ruler stones. <laughs> Man, six already. I'm yeah. like, I'm way behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well now, well now I have 12 plus the mega ruler stone. <laughs> wow. That's nice. Yeah. And then, so, um, and then, uh, another thing you were talking about, about the bazaar. Yeah, the um, so, and that's a good way for me to make money in Final Fantasy 14 right. in, ten, in 10, I'm still learning the ropes. I completely by accident joined whatever guild it is that uses needles and thread. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never tried that one, but I heard it's amusing though. I, I apparently had whatever item I needed to turn in to join it because I was just clicking through and, you know, it's like, do you want to accept the quest? I was like, yes. And then I was just, I kept on clicking through and then all of a sudden it popped up and it was like, clear, like okay. you've completed the quest. And I was like, cool. And then a needle showed up in my inventory and I had no clue what to do. Well, actually, well, actually like the good thing is since you're playing, since you're actually playing on the trial, um, you can only, um, for, for any crafting, you can only like, for like the trial, you can only move up to level eight, which is the highest you can do on the trial. And, and, and if you, and if you want to, if you want to permanently do like, um, a single crafting, um, you'll have to get it up to level 10. And so like you, so you can choose around. And yeah. so, so if you don't want to do, if you don't want to do the needle one, you can do the weapon crafting or you can do like the, um, alchemy if you want to do that too, <laughs> or you can do the cooking. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Cause yeah, yeah I, I, I think the, Weapon crafting is what looks the most interesting to me. And, oh, yeah. And kind of like what you said about with it uh, being uh, like 11s. Um, like oh, think, yeah, definitely. I think I would uh, I think I would probably enjoy that more, but we'll have to see. And I still haven't – I keep meaning to uh, – so, so for people listening who maybe haven't played this game, uh, it's fairly simple once you unlock it. You, you can hop on a train and you can go to the other islands. Each island is like for the tribe is. Uh, so that's kind of the way to travel around. So it's, so that, so that's nice about it. Um, oh, yeah. but, uh, I have, I keep thinking I'm going to hop on the train and go over to like the dwarf island and start that mount quest to get it. And, and I never think about it. When I think about it, it's when I'm in like the middle of this huge zone and I'm just having right. to walk. And like the Weddy, he kind of walks with like his hands like at his sides all weird. And he's just kind of like running. It's almost like in slow motion. And I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, will you just like hurry up and get there? And in my head, I'm like, you should have gone to the dwarf island. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I highly recommend getting a mount, a mount right now because it's going to take you forever to get to places in this game. Okay. Yeah. I even, I even texted BJ the other day and was like uh, telling him when, once he got to like the ogre, the big ogre city and got to the train that he could just like skip on over to get the mount. And it was kind of one of those things just like do as I say, not as I do, because I was like stuck in the middle of the wilderness when I'm texting him that. (laughs) 
<laughs> or actually, if you guys play with me, I can just drive you around in my car. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and, and I've seen your car. I've yeah, seen, yeah, I've seen your car on Twitter. And then I've also, I was in the middle of, it's a, it's one of the earlier dungeons. It's like this uh, cave. You're having to do this thing with tuning forks in the wed for the weddy story. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. And so I'm in the middle of this kind of like dank cave, and you know there's enemies, and I'm it's it's the first like kind of dungeon that I've been in since, uh, you know, since really opening up the game and getting my own weddy and all that. And right. so I'm just walking through that, and I'm like kind of unsure of myself or what to do. And then there's just this like convertible that zips by me. <laughs> With like, four, with like four dudes just chilling and like hanging out and like just, just speed right by me and i'm like man that's such a weird thing to see in like this dark dungeon you know yeah you can actually drive your mount inside dungeons well well like not all the dungeons but most of the dungeons it's actually kind of funny yeah that's and, neat yeah actually what was kind of funny too like i was on version two and i was in this tower and I got killed by these monsters, and I didn't have any Yggdrasil leaves, and, and actually, like, none of my AI knew the revive spell, but <laughs> some, like, nice random Japanese player actually revived me, and I thanked him. And it was so nice of that person to do so. Nice, yeah. <laughs> or else I would have to go all the way, I would have to lose half my gold and, and, and like, begin half halfway back in town. Yeah. Oh, they so, do the half the gold thing in this one, too. Yeah, it, it, yeah. well, yeah, it actually depends Um. Like most of the time, you can revive if you have if you have a computer ally that that knows the revive spell, right? Or you, you can choose an option to use with one of your Yggdrasil leaves, and they're actually not too hard to get in this game. But if you don't have those options, like what happened to me, then yes, you will have to lose half your gold, and oh. you'll have to begin back at the town you originally saved at. Oh, that 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 hurts me. Just the thought of that in an MMO, yeah. like just right here, you can see me like just grabbing my chest, like oh, oh. <laughs> And I, I I agree with you. I don't think the Yggdrasil leaves in this game are very hard to come by because I've I've died several times and I've always been able to use an Yggdrasil leaf. Yeah. Um. And I still I still have some in my inventory. I don't know the exact number, but I feel like they're they're just common enough, and that I die just enough that like right. I, I, there's not a shortage of them. <laughs> but. Oh, well, I will have to give you a fair warning. By the time you begin version three, um, the the actual boss. You know, like the actual bosses are much, much harder. So you're probably going to need all, all of those Yggdrasilis. <laughs> so, so the other, the other thing, the other problem I have too is uh, I need Chimera wings because I, I haven't stocked up on Chimera leaves. And like even this morning, I was like, I finished up a dungeon, and the game doesn't put you like back outside the dungeon. So if you don't have a way to like evac or to use a Chimera wing or anything, you can't just leave the dungeon, right? Doesn't everybody have evac? I don't. Um, actually, no. So there's this item. When you go to the item shop, there's this item that looks like a bell. Mm -hmm. um, and if you buy one of those, that actually lets you escape from the dungeons. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like I they're just, really, yeah, like they're really cheap, so they're like really hard to miss. Like I didn't know this until I hit version two, to be honest. <laughs> okay, cool. Because I just assumed it was kind of like some older DQ games where like a Chimera wing would get me out if I didn't know evac uh, yeah, yet. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, because like your little human guy that you start out with, you know, he knows like evac and some other spells yeah. and stuff. But then as a, I'm a warrior, so as a right. weddy warrior, like I don't know any magic, and so I just have to like trek all the way back through the dungeons. And every time I'm in there, I'm like. There's got to be an easier way. To <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to do. Too. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other night, uh, kind of like the guy like revived you to be nice. The other yeah. night, a guy sent me a request to be in his party, 
but I oh, didn't okay. I didn't know that's what he was doing. I thought it was just like a friend request or something. So I accepted it. And all of a sudden, all of my party members are gone. And I'm in a party with like him and one other guy. And they're yeah. just, you know, they're just like doing their own thing. I have no clue. I don't know Japanese. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and I, I freaked out and just like logged <laughs> off for the night. I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so like there was actually one time some random Japanese player um, invited me to join their guild. So I didn't know what I was doing. So I did. But but the problem was, you know, everybody in that guild spoke Japanese. Uh-huh. So so I typed it in English. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I typed it in English. Bring Dragon Quest 10 to the West. And they actually responded to me in English saying, yes. <laughs> oh, that's that's cool. awesome. Well, but but I did leave that team and I actually joined the Dragon's Den team where they all speak in English. Right. That, yeah. That's and a I, lot easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier. I, I just, I started, I, the next day I like logged in and I wasn't a part of that group. I was by myself. So I assumed they like kicked me out of the party or whatever. But I just oh, yeah. kind of, I freaked out. I was like, I don't know what to do. And yeah, exactly. I, I was just like, I'm going to log off and just leave because I don't know. And then the next day, the problem was I logged back in and I could not figure out how to get the three people back in my party. And so I was like, I went to the, I went to the tavern or whatever. And I was like talking to the person and I was like, okay, I guess I just need to hire three new people. And then it was like, you can't hire these three people. You already have a full party, but they weren't showing up. And so that took a little time because I had to, uh, I was looking at one of the guides that, that you or Allie sent me. Uh, one of you guys had oh, sent yeah. me a guide on Twitter. And so I was looking at that and trying to use Google Translate. And it, I seriously spent like an embarrassingly long amount of time uh, just to get my party members back. Like, yeah, I mean, it's really difficult at first. <laughs> but, you know, once I was telling BJ this uh, the other day when we were playing, too, is like, I feel like once once you take the time to like commit to memory the menu and like what oh, yeah. everything is in the menu, it's like the game is super easy after that. It's oh, just, yeah, it's just figuring out the the menu and kind of the basic mechanics, like using ruler stones. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like I don't even bother translating the menu anymore. I just kind of know where everything is. Yeah. yeah. Sa- same way for me. And it, yeah. it, it's gotten me into trouble a few times because I'll be the, the menu system in final fantasy 14 is so different from 10. Right. And I'll, and like in my mind, I'm still playing 10 and then I'll be in 14 and like, I'm just totally like, you know, not doing a good job of doing the <laughs> Um, so, uh, so some kind of final thoughts here. Cause I know, uh, we're almost out of time, right. but, um, uh, but is this is this your first MMO or have you played other MMOs before? Um, so I've never played Final Fantasy fourteen, but back in the day I did play Guild Wars, uh-huh. and, and actually I got pretty close like to the end of the game. But I do remember in Guild Wars I did like a PvP battle, and I was called a nooblet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a common one. That kind of turned me off from playing PvP. Mm-hmm. But I'll and so I would say Dragon Quest X is like my second MMO, and it, it's like definitely. Much better pace than Guild Wars. I'll say it that. is. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, I didn't like the first Guild Wars. The second one is great. I never could get into the first one because of the lobby system they had to be able to go right. out into the instances in the world. Uh, because I was so used to like Ultima Online was my first one back in like '98, and it was just like a world here. You exist, and so trying to get used to uh, Guild Wars where it was lobby based, I was like, I don't understand how any of this works, and just just like bounced off of it. But I know so many people who loved it. Like I wish I'd gotten right. into it now because of the good memories that I've heard from people. 
Yeah, I've actually never played the second Guild Wars, but yeah, I, I do have some fun memories of the first Guild Wars. But I just remember, um, if you try to play, if you try to play Guild Wars single player, it's really hard. But if you play, if you try to play Dragon Quest X single player, it's not really that right. hard. Yeah, yeah, they've made this one much easier to solo. Oh yeah, way easier. <laughs> and and that's one thing I love about Ten is that I don't have to rely on other real players in the game to like get right. me through it. Um, the way Final Fantasy fourteen, it's like you very much, you know. There's some times where you have to wait on a dungeon and you you really have to rely on, you know, other people to get you through content. And and with with DQ10, I feel like I can just kind of play it as a single player game, really. I mean, I have my three little hired people there helping me out, but but I really like that. So so is there when you were playing 10, was there a moment that you were like, okay. Like, I, like I'm in it. Like this is like th- I'm not just going to set the game down now and say, "Hey, I played it a little bit." Like I'm I'm in this for the long haul. I got to buy this. I got to play through all this content. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, so I think my personal favorite memories of the game was when I was first playing with Allie, and then she was driving me in her car, showing me all around, and I was like, "Whoa, this is amazing! I'm playing with another person. This is so cool." And then after that, the next best memory was okay. Like there's like a super boss, you know, um, S. Stark from Dragon Quest Four, but mm-hmm. he looks a lot meaner in this game. <laughs> <laughs> and and like um, I think this is like a boss that um, they actually like recommend you play with another player, so you can have eight players fight against him because he's just mm. that hard. But I was able to beat it. But I was able to beat him by myself, and he was really, really hard. Awesome. Yeah, I yeah. saw you. I saw your pictures of of the fight yeah. on Twitter, um, and uh, because I, it was one of those things where I kind of assumed there was like uh, enemies, uh, like bosses from old uh, Dragon yeah. Quest games, like legacy bosses and stuff in this. But I wasn't for sure. And then whenever I saw you posting pictures with that, I was like, oh man, that's S Star. Yeah, that's because really I know cool. a couple of years ago, I think 2017, they. They actually had like a Dragon Lord event where, where you actually got to travel back to Charlock Castle, but now it's in 3D and it looks amazing. And then you fight Dragon Lord in 3D. That's awesome. It, it looks amazing. That's awesome. And then a couple of years ago, I think 2018, they also had, had like a Zoma event where you, where you went back to Zoma's castle and then you fight Zoma in full 3D. But yeah, but That's the problem awesome. is um, those were only like timed events, so I don't think we can access them anymore. I wish we could, though. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Like, I would love to see some of that stuff. Yeah, but now, like, we're in a time where we're all playing, so hopefully we'll all be together for the next big event. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. (laughs) All right, so I think that about does it uh, for tonight. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, no problem, guys. uh, On the podcast. This has been a ton of fun. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. So uh, do you want to tell everybody at home, uh, where they can find you, social media, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Plus. You can find me you can find me on Twitter at um that Ryan Molina and and also at Balgi Plus. You can also find me on Instagram at Balgi Plus too. Awesome. And remember you can talk to our podcast directly on Twitter. That is at Dragon Quest FM. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dragon Quest FM. If you want to talk to me personally uh, my Twitter handle is at Dragon Quaston. You can also we read. <laughs> you can also read my weekly Dragon Quest blog. That is at DragonQuestAustin.com. And right now I'm writing about uh, all my adventures in Astoltia into the world of Dragon Quest X. Uh, there are spoilers there, um, but I've just been blogging about it, and we'll probably keep doing that for the next few weeks. Like, as long as it keeps your attention, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs>
You can talk to me on uh, Twitter at, at Professor Beej. You can listen to me more on the geek to geek podcast uh, at Geek2GeekCast.com. And you can listen to any of the other podcasts on our media network or check out any of the other original content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Ryan. Buy Ryan's yep, book, no y'all. No problem. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Buy his book. <laughs>